0: Hello and welcome to the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly source for pens and papers and usually the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I'm joined by your host, that is Mr. Brad Dowdy, who is the Pen Addict. Hello, Brad.
1: Hey, Mike. How's it going today?
0: Very well, sir. Very well. So uh, I said usually analog tools because we finally have reached the episode where we're going to talk about digital tools um, and styluses and stuff like that.
1: I know people People have been on us since about hmm, episode two, maybe, saying, <laughs> 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 you know, what digital apps you use. And, and, you know, I think, you know, a lot of the listeners come from other shows on the network and, and most of the other shows are digital based, mm-hmm. you know, between, you know, technology or, mm-hmm. you know apps and and everything that goes along with that and uh you know it's it was nice to mix in this a more analog style show, but all those crossover listeners they want to you know they want to know the digital workflow and the and how the pen and paper you know works into that because i mean let's face it, you and I you know as much uh, analog tools as we use on a daily basis we're we're knee deep into the the digital world let's not uh let's not kid anyone no.
0: so we're kind of going to talk about. We're going to break this into two sections, I think. Um, we're going to talk about stylus-based applications, ones that are actually where you use the 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 method of pen and paper onto an iPad we're going to focus on. Um, and then we're also going to talk about applications where that we use in lieu of writing, so um, a note-taking application or like a, an app that we would write a long-form article in or something like that, right? Right. Because you don't write your reviews on paper and publish them to the web. They have to come from somewhere. So that's where right. we might, where actually you do both, but, you know, that's just because you're crazy. <laughs> so um, we've, I've, had a, I've had people suggest a couple of different um, styluses. This, I prefer styluses to styli
1: um yeah I was, I, don't like I, I was actually i was uh handwriting my notes for today's show yeah. <laughs> and um I, I was doing the same thing styluses styli so yeah, I, I do we'll prefer. go with we'll go with styluses
0: yeah so we've had we had a bunch suggested to us and there's a couple that i want to try out i mean a lot of people suggest and there's a bamboo one i'll put links to these in the show notes mm-hmm. um as a i think it's the whack is it the whack on bamboo yeah um there's the Anodit Jot Pro. Um, I believe it's Anodit. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes in case I've got that wrong. This is one that's meant to It's very fine. It's like a ballpoint, and they have this like little plastic disc around the point, which apparently I've seen that. conducts electricity. I'm going to get one of those because okay. it really interests me. But me and you, I mean, we wanted to get more, but um, unfortunately they have to take the backseat to buying real pens. So right. we, we both own a Cosmonaut stylus.
1: Yes. Um, And just a just a little a little short history of for me, this is the very first stylus I've owned and currently the only stylus I own, uh, the Cosmonaut. So just to to give people some background, I, I don't have a lot of other tools to compare it with.
0: I mean, I, I had the. I spoke last week about the uh, Stabilo Smart Ball, but I'm, I've not really used that at all since last week. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to discount that from the discussion. Now, the Cosmonaut I like because it's unlike other sty- styluses. It, it's it's not meant to look like a pen, it's more like a um, big felt marker. Mm-hmm. You know? And it feels good in the hand. It, it's not an uncomfortable thing to use. And you can hold it differently. Like, I don't need to rest my palm on the screen to write with it. Right. No. So, I mean, and also as well, I, I tend to use the the cosmonaut to actually navigate my iPad at times. I mean, I always have it with me when I have my iPad on my desk, and I might use it to browse Twitter and stuff like that because I find it a nice, fluid motion of just swiping with a pen. Yeah, I've actually,
1: yeah, I've kind of shocked myself with that because I found myself doing that too. You know, um, I just bought the latest. Version of the iPad, and that's also my first iPad. So I've got got all these new toys to play with. How um, recently
0: did you get that? We haven't even spoken about it.
1: Yeah, I got the iPad on launch day. So it's been like a month, a month now, maybe a little more. So and then the Cosmonaut, I think I've had for maybe two weeks. Okay. And um, when I first got it, you know, I mean, I I understood what the the design was about, and um, until I felt it, I wasn't really sure what it was going to be all about, and you know, the best way to use it, and. Um it it for me being really completely new to both the iPad and a stylus um it took a little bit of getting used to for me um i i wasn't i wasn't used to the right amount of pressure i had to use you know to to make an action mm-hmm. i wasn't used to um how fine of responsiveness i could get from it um i'd say after about maybe 2 days though it it's pretty much attached to my hand at all times. If I, if I have my iPad out, which I didn't think would be the case at all, but like you, I find myself navigating with it and you know, I've got this weird, uh, half, half stylus, half typing method. Like one's my right hand, my stylus is my right hand. That is interesting. You know, if, if I'm just doing something quick, like a tweet or something, you know, just so I don't have to put the stylus down and pick it back up. I'll like, it'll be my right hand. Uh, the stylus will be my right hand uh, to, to punch the keys, and my left-hand fingers will will handle the left side of the keyboard. So I actually catch myself doing that. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm writing something long, I'll have to put it down and then and start typing normally. But I, I like holding it and using it um, that much just because it, the feel and responsiveness is, is pretty top-notch. Even though I don't have anything to compare it to, I'm really happy with it.
0: Yes, it's a it's a unique experience and um, it's made by a company called Studio Neat who made the Glyph, which was uh, one of the early successful Kickstarter projects, which is like a camera mount for the iPhone. Um, the Cosmonaut, I believe, was also a Kickstarter project. I bought it shortly after it was funded because they have a um, manufacturing plant in the UK, so it's very quick to ship here. Oh, okay. Um so it's one of the places that they manufacture is in the United Kingdom, obviously for the European market. Um and I wanted to buy a glyph. Nice. Um that was what I was going for. So I saw the Cosmonaut and was like, yeah, why not just get one of those two? Um and I I don't really use the glyph very much, but I use the cosmonaut every day. So I'm glad I made mm-hmm. the purchase. Yeah. Um, have you tried to and, it, and it's fairly
1: priced too. I mean that's Oh a, yeah, yeah, no, it
0: definitely okay. is. It definitely is.
1: Yeah. So, have you tried out any applications? Well, you told me before I even had the stylus that I needed to try Paper, yep. um, the app called Paper, mm-hmm. um, which I said I will, but I'm gonna hold off until I get the stylus. Yeah, you make. And the right I, I've, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I've I've played around with it some, and I don't know how to describe it. It's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think. You know, I haven't figured out if that's something that's going to be part of any type of workflow or more of a fun thing for me. You know, to do some sketching or artwork. I I I see the possibilities with this app. I haven't had time to totally dig in, but and I just have the base brush right now, right? I mean, it's a it's in app purchase of like four different brushes, right?
0: You really need to do it. It's expensive for an yeah, iPhone I, app, but when when you unlock the all of the brushes, you really get um it's really powerful and and it's great i mean i don't i don't create anything magical in it like but i just i use it as a like a creative outlet like i i enjoy the creating artwork in it which is nice
1: yeah see that's what i think i would enjoy too and i've played around with like you can demo each brush and with the different brushes and the cosmonaut it's really cool how fine of detail you can get
0: yeah
1: like Definitely. my my handwriting actually looks like my handwriting on the paper which you know <laughs> It's pretty amazing.
0: I mean, They've definitely done a great job. I mean, Paper is is one, but there are um, applications which are specific for note-taking as well. Um, And I tried out a couple of them when I originally bought the Cosmonaut. Um, I don't use them very often because um, it's not really the best situation. But uh, there's two apps that I've tried out. One is called uh, Penultimate. Um, And Penultimate is kind of the de facto standard for this um it's been around mm-hmm. um, from day 1 um pretty much and it's a, it's a pretty decent application you get uh, a bunch of tools you get different types of pen um thickness and, and stuff you get you can choose different colors and you have little books that look kind of like field notebooks in a nice little um gallery and you can have different notebooks you can share mm-hmm. things out to Dropbox, you can share things out to Evernote, which is pretty cool, so you can send anything that you write or draw in in penultimate. but one of the the best things is um, wrist protection, so the penultimate uh. does this better than I've known any other application to do, so what it does is you can lean your wrist on the iPad um, and it recognizes that your wrist is touching it, and you can still then write. Because if you did if you use an app that doesn't have wrist protection or, or you uh, you have wrist protection turned off if you lean your wrist on the iPad it takes that as the first touch point so right now I've, I'm dragging my hand and the Cosmonaut across the the page in penultimate and it's just picking up the Cosmonaut.
1: okay that's really cool I didn't I didn't realize such a, a thing existed because that drives me crazy especially being new to, to using a stylus yeah um, you know as soon as soon as I, I you know, hit it with the the butt of my hand or something, you know, I'll close the page or do something, you know, trigger something. And I'm like, oh, that's just frustrating. So I keep my hand, you know, elevated at all times, but you still run into bumping things uh, when you're not paying attention. That's pretty cool. I I like that feature.
0: Um, And you can select if you're left-handed or right-handed, which is important. Uh And also the way you hold the pen. Yeah, that's key. So where your wrist is going to be touching. So if, for example, you, if you write from the top, you can say that so it knows to, f- to put the touch target in the top area of the page if you write from the side or from the bottom. Same sort of thing. And wow, Well is thought cool. out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an it's a, it's a intelligent application for what it does. Um, but the problem with these sort of apps really, um, and the next one I'm going to talk about, tries to solve that in a way is you cannot write on the iPad comfortably as small as you would usually write. Typically you write much larger. Um, right. And I think that's just because it's not possible to make a really thin line with these types of styluses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would like to see... That's one of the reasons I want to try out the Anodit Jot Pro. Um, right. It's because it can apparently make a much finer line. So another app that I've, that I've tried is called Note Shelf. Note shelf is really cool uh, for a couple of reasons. You can, you, Again, you can have different types of book, and they look like moleskin books. But you can then have different types of paper. So they have, like, your standard. They have, like, a legal pad, checked paper, and stuff like that. But via in-app purchase, you can buy different paper types. So, for example, you can, if you are a sports person, they have a, a sports pack, um, I believe. Let me check. Hang on. Sure, I saw a sports pack somewhere. Hmm. Ignore that part. They have. <laughs> oh no, they do. <laughs> Sorry, the sports one comes free. So if you are a a sports type person, you can create um like playbooks. Oh, okay. In the application. Uh, Interesting. So it, it has like pitches or fields and stuff drawn out, and so you can create plays in it. Um, they have um design paper for designers for like for ios designers so one side of the page is an outline of an iphone and then you have notes on the right hand side so that's just like a custom made mm-hmm. book and then you have day planners which is really cool so um you can have custom uh notebooks created using their paper with so it's like uh so you've got like um your ta- a task list, for example, yeah. Something I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Look so like a task list on one side, notes on another. It's like you know how you can get from like office supply stores. You can buy those pre-printed day planner type pads. where well, you can make those yeah, in the exactly. application, which is exactly. really cool. So they they put a lot of work into that.
1: That's pretty
0: cool. And um, one of the other features that this application offers, where they're trying to combat some of like the fact that you you know you write a lot. Um, that you write a lot larger is they have a zoom mode. So you press the zoom Mm -hmm. mode and you can select, you can drag and select the section you want to write in. And then it kind of cuts the landscape in half. So in the top half, you see just the the area that you're writing, like just standard preview. And then the bottom half of the application turns into this zoom view. So you can write Mm -hmm. really large, but it comes out on the paper as being much smaller. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that's good. That's uh, that seems logical. Yeah.
0: So that way, you're able to get a much smaller line, um, much smaller writing words. You can fit more on the page, and it feels more natural. So it's a pretty pretty cool mm-hmm. application. But the thing is with them, they're mainly for me, um, just cool to try out, um, and they don't, they they can't beat pen and paper for me in the way that I write notes. So, so
1: yeah, yeah. So that so that. That's the real question, and the question I had for you is: Is do any of these apps replace pen and paper for you? No, not at all. It's a
0: shame, and I mean, because they're cool, but they they can't they can't beat that that feeling of pen and paper and the freedom that I get, and you know, there's not really any restrictions there. But they are cool applications, nonetheless. Yeah, so if I mean, I would suggest if you think you might enjoy it, try them out. Because it might work for you better than it does for me, but right. I do, I do enjoy them. It's just in the long run, they've not stuck around for me. Right, right. So there you go. So that's that's iPad applications.
1: Cool. Now we also, um, you know, I personally use. Uh, I, I haven't. Uh, Dove as deep as you into the iPad world, but I do use a bunch of Mac apps that you know supplement and complement my pen and paper writing. And I I think we've talked a little bit about some kind you know kind of our systems, like how we work and and do some things like that. But Mm -hmm. you know, there were there were a few apps we wanted to throw out there that you know that that complement. our handwriting and our, our pens and our paper and, and all those, uh, all that information that we're capturing. And a couple of them for me, one of them is Byword, which right. is just, it's, it's a text editor basically, yeah. but it's beautifully designed. And, you know, I transfer, I'll do a lot of, um, uh, like say for the show notes today, um, or not for the show notes, but just for the show ideas, you know, I write them down on paper the next thing I did was I transferred them over to byword just so I could type them up on the screen, so then I can go dump them into Wonderkit, which uh you and I use to collaborate in
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's kind of you know just a real simple way that you know i i use the combine the analog and digital i sometimes I'll write it just in start my ideas in byword, but a lot of times my ideas Start on paper, and you know, if they're not going from paper into Byword, they're usually going from paper into something like NVAlt, which is a pretty pretty killer program for me.
0: Yeah, it's like a a note taking application, can sync with Dropbox or SimpleNote. Right, it's you know, sync all of your iOS notes, and it's basically there's an application called Notational Velocity, and Mm NVAlt is a um, a fork of that application created by Mm -hmm. the. Wizard that is Brett Terpstra.
1: Yeah, that guy's amazing.
0: So uh, that, that I use Envy as well. Um, so yeah, that, is, and I sync my Simple Note. With, I use Simple Note on my iOS devices.
1: Exactly, and I and I you know I use that for like an for an inbox. Like you know I've talked about how I use a Field Notes uh, memo book um, just to capture ideas, and if I want to work on those ideas more, they'll transfer from that into. NvAlt into just kind of an inbox area, you know, just one of my notes is called inbox. And I know that's kind of my, that's kind of my working file that I'm, that I'll move and create, you know, project or, you know, other idea files out of yeah. that, that inbox. So, you know, I, that's a very normal thing for me to do, to use in, in conjunction with my pen and paper. That's, uh, that's, NvAlt is close to pen and paper uh, as I can get uh, digitally for what, you know, the type of notes that I, I like to take and then the type of um, things I like to keep handy. Indeed. And that's, that's a, that's a big compliment. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds funny to say that that's the closest thing to pen and paper, but for my, the way my brain works, something like the, the setup of Envy Alt really works well for me to transfer my notes from paper, pen and paper into digital format.
0: Because it's so plain and simple, it kind of just feels like mm-hmm. a, a scratch pad in that in that way like i know a lot of people that when they're at the mac would like write down telephone numbers and stuff in NVAlt, mm-hmm. where that's usually, right where the average person
1: would would grab the post-it note or something mm-hmm. that's exactly but right then it's and
0: searchable i mean that's the benefit of
1: it yep it's all searchable and then you can write there in NVAlt. you can turn it into full-blown um blog posts or journal entries or i mean books i'm sure people have written Chapters of books in there, just the way the format is of, of that program is—it's really conducive to that. And let me give you a little hack, right? I All think right.
0: you'll quite like this if you don't do it already. This is, um, Stephen Hackett, um, who's my co-host on the Five Twelve Podcast on Seventy Decibels Network, um, he mm-hmm. pl- uh, turned me on to this idea, and I've not tried it out yet, but I'm going to um, mm-hmm. buy a scanner and scan. He scans mm-hmm. his field notes books when he's done with them. And he puts them into Evernote. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Evernote does OCR. So he can then search his Field Notes books. Mm-hmm. Because, the, because what Evernote does is it scans pictures and finds words in them. And then you can search for the words. And so mm-hmm. then you have a searchable copy of your notebooks.
1: That was. is awesome. That's brilliant.
0: It's a great idea.
1: That's really good. Because, you know, cause, you know the whether you're using a pen and paper system or, uh, you know, a digital system, each kind of has their pros and cons. And that's, that's kind of a big, a big, the big downfall of, of pen and paper is it's, um, (laughs) you know, you don't really have a backup of it, you know, and you can't search it. Yeah. And you can't search it. If you spill your drink on it, it's gone. You know, if you, you know, lose it at the, at Starbucks, you know, if it's, pretty much gone and and things like that so i mean there's some there's some downsides to pen and paper and scanning into evernote now I, I was thinking that uh that brett on um on, cooking, on with. cooking with that uh he has even talked about scanning in different things but i haven't heard steven's uh, idea of, of scanning in the full notebook in into there into um Evernote just uh, and making it searchable not only searchable but also you you know have a backup
0: with Brett you can kind of assume that he puts everything in Evernote like no matter <laughs> yeah. what it is I think his <laughs> wife lives inside Evernote <laughs> he keeps his kids in there <laughs> yeah. so um, what other um like I mean for me you've you've put this app in your notes and this is a big one for me an app called Clear and mm-hmm. um, clear is like a, a list it's like it's not really to do as such it's more a list like that you check off lists and stuff yep and that works really well for me because it's super fast entry like they yes it, they utilize a lot of gestures to make it very easy to to enter things into a list um and i love it i mean because it works very much like how i would write a pen and paper list
1: yep yep it's very much it's it that's my post-it note um app if you will you know i you know just the other day you know i had a friend you know that uh you know changed his email address i think and so you know i I just i'm real anal about how i keep my address book and stuff you know in in ios so i want to write it down first and then later on when i'll have time i'll adjust the address book to how i want so i just pop open clear and write it in one of my uh in one of my uh ideas and just you know write down the address there and boom, then that's done. Then I can go back later and transfer it out to wherever I want. Mm -hmm. Um, I use clear a lot for that. Um, And then I also use um, our friend Patrick Rohn's new app called pop. Um, That's kind of taken over some of that, um, the quick jot down note type of stuff, really like a, like a post-it or an index card, a disposable piece of paper where I need to write it down and I need to keep, there's obviously a reason I need to keep this information for some even minute reason. So it needs to be captured somewhere. And, you know, an app like Pop um, really helps that out. So I'll just go through my, you know, I'll keep one sheet to keep that sheet and pop kind of active and just delete out the items when I'm done moving them to wherever I need to do. So uh, that's that's another cool little app that I use in lieu of, of pen and paper sometimes.
0: That's definitely like a scratch pad,
1: mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Cool. And so those—that's probably kind of the main apps that I use that are, are, are pen and paper related. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's it's capturing. Um, you know, we're we're all trying to manage the our, our best way to to capture the information that we need, and you know, it a combination of tools is 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 definitely in order um, to to get everything done. You know, I listen to. Um, episode five of homework just uh yesterday and uh david and aaron were talking about the tools they use hardware software for you know all their their freelance work yeah and you know david is a very hardcore paper user i mean for being as avid of a tech writer as he is oh, yeah, listened to him yeah almost everything he does on a daily basis is pen and paper you know, where Aaron, it's a lot of pen and paper. And he's kind of, you know, maybe half and half. Um, so it, it, it's good to see. you, you got to find the system that works works best for you. So uh, I thought it was, that was an interesting listen uh, yesterday when I, when I caught that episode.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think we might have come to the end of this episode, you know. This I is a, short, so. a shorter one than I thought it was going to be. But short think, one for us. I think because part of it is, like, uh, I mean, I think that, Maybe from this, people were hoping that we were going to 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 be able to give them a solution to swap pen and paper for the iPad, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I think I mean I know some people like I know Ben Brooks. Um, mm-hmm. he uses um the iPad in meetings. He he takes notes mm-hmm. on the iPad in meetings, and he does that mm-hmm. um, using either mm-hmm. like te- like typing or. Uh, writing stuff like that and i can see where that would be great for some people like i can totally understand that but for me note taking in the way that i take notes works excellently Mm -hmm. with my pen and paper solutions right you know and and it's fun to do it on a computer it's fun to do it on the ipad because it's completely different experience you can add multimedia and you can record people as you're talking and all that sort of stuff but the I mean we share this peculiar way. I mean I think everyone does, but you know I like to write with arrows and stars and boxes. Yeah. And 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 so for me, being able to to write all my notes out like that is a big thing. And I think as well a big part of it is the main time where I get to use my pens and paper is writing my meeting notes, and I love using pen right. and paper. You know.
1: I know it, that I, a, a couple of ideas I, I had on that one uh, is that you know, I wrote down some pros and cons between each and I have more fun using pen and paper. Exactly. And, and that's, that's a big deal. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. I mean, some people would just assume not to have to touch a pen and paper and that's cool too. Uh, one of the, one of the, um, uh, ideas I had when I was writing up these show notes or one, not one of the ideas, one of the thoughts I had is, am I more, is having a pen and paper system more inefficient than a strictly digital system?
0: Interesting question.
1: And, and that's something I ran across while I was writing my ideas for today's show. Because the way I take notes, I wasn't happy with the first <laughs> page that I wrote. So I tore it out of the notebook and I rewrote it again on a... Of paper. Yeah, and
0: so you have to replicate the entire thing. And if you did it on the computer, you could just maybe right. take out a couple of words and add a couple of lines or something.
1: Right. Right. But it didn't phase me because I wanted to. And
0: because you're using because I like finishing point.
1: Yeah, I, actually, <laughs> I was, I was, and I was, I was testing out a few different pens. So I was like, screw it. I'll write this whole thing over again. I don't care. Yep. But then while in the middle of me doing that, I kind of had a, huh, this is pretty inefficient, but, it's just how I'm wired right maybe it's a personality trait that you know all of us pen and paper hardcore pen and paper users share i don't i don't know what it is you know maybe it's just you know this built in want for just that i don't know that tactile responsive pen and paper feel or or something i to me it's the way the the letters and the ink look on the page
0: yeah.
1: um that's what's important to me and the feel of the pen and why you know one pin's different from another and 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 things like that i'm I'm 100
0: percent about the feel Mm -hmm. that's what i really enjoy
1: right and i'm kind of going off on a tangent here but i did have that moment of well what i'm doing right now is pretty inefficient (laughs) in the grand scheme of things but you know what I, i i don't know i've kind of always done it that way and it it, it seems to work for me I guess in, in some weird way and I guess that's the most important thing.
0: Oh for sure, I mean look at the way that I mean the way that I do show notes is, is crazy so um, at the moment I have a field notes notebook open in front of me and I've got it's I divide the pages up a bit so I've got pens and paper and mm-hmm. so I, that's what I always do out for this and I've got show notes and I've got a column for apps which is new for this episode Right, um, <laughs> but and then what I'm going to do is I've written all this down and about you know in about 10 minutes when we're finished recording, I'm going to start typing these up and finding the links. Now, mm-hmm. I could save myself so much time if I just start typing them up straight away, right? You know, like as we're talking, which I right. could do because I can type pretty quietly and, and the microphone's pretty good at not picking that up. But mm-hmm. I like to do it like this, the, this pen and paper method. I love it. I This is how I've done it for two years and right. I'm not going to change that. It's of, It's what I read. It's the way that I like to write these show notes, and then I've got you know, I'm starting to collect completed books now. Mm-hmm. So I've got these, you know, and so in like a couple of years' time, I'm going to have all these books, these these notebooks, which are full of old show notes. Mm-hmm. that I can go through, and it's it'll be a real nice thing because you can see like my doodles and stuff <laughs> when we're talking. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's great, and I I love that, and I love that feel, and I love that that permanency of it. So, every mistake is still there, you know it's great, and yeah, like all of good. for example, for some episodes, I might write down show title names, you know, and I'm only going to pick one of them, but I've got like six or seven on the page i I love stuff like that,
1: yep, yep, that's exactly right exactly right well you'll have to you'll have to white out all the uh the Brad is so stupid uh, doodles before you uh skin them in. I have a so different, oh uh, okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right, Brad, well, where
0: can people find you online if they want to do so?
1: You can find me at penaddict.com or on Twitter at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. Great. You can also email me. My, my email address is thepenaddict at gmail.com. And uh, we'd also really appreciate um, you know your your love in the iTunes store. If you if you can leave us a, a rating or a review in the iTunes store, we'd greatly appreciate that.
0: Definitely. Great, and um, I'm I Mike um, on Twitter, which is I M Y K E, and you can also get in contact with, with the show by going to Seventy Decibels forward slash contact, and you can select from the contact form there um, and send us send us an email. Most of them I forward to Brad, yep, because <laughs> I don't have answers, but but please do because, yeah. because you know I like S- to read them and I send like us
1: some email questions. It. Yeah, definitely. Send us the emails. Um, send them, you know, through through the contact page, uh, straight to me. And um, you know, we like to do some mailbag sed- segments from time to time. So uh, uh, I'm more than more than happy to uh, answer your questions.
0: Indeed. Excellent. So um, no. until next, oh, next week we'll be back recording on and releasing on Thursday. Um, just with my traveling and stuff, the the last couple of weeks have been a bit crazy. But um, we've wanted to make sure we got a show out for you on both weeks, so we've moved it all around. Um, but we'll be back recording on uh, the 3rd of May. We'll be the next show recording and release.
1: Sounds perfect.
0: All right. See you later, Brad. Thank you very much. All right.
1: Thanks, Mike. Talk to you later. See you. Bye.